And so I know for a long time I had negative self-talk and I was just like, I know I have it. I know it sucks. And I'm just going to have to deal with it for the rest of my life. And I'm here to tell you that that is not true. (laughs) Most of us have negative self-talk. A lot of us have negative self-talk, but it is not something you just have to accept and deal with. It's something that you can actively work to change. Hi, I'm Brim Bamber, and this is the Burnout to Brilliance podcast, where you'll learn how to go from overworked and overwhelmed to a place where you realize your sensitivity is your greatest gift, and you're energized by both your work and your life. Here we go. So before we start the episode, I wanted to jump in here real quick and to let you know that there is some swearing on this episode. So if you have children around, it might be best to pop on some headphones. Okay, enjoy. Hey everyone, happy to be back with you. I am batching a couple of episodes today, Um, just two, so I'm not, I know some podcasters batch like eight at a time, and I'm only at the level where I batch two, but I'm, I'm liking it. it. It makes a lot of sense to me. Originally, I was kind of overwhelmed by the idea, but it's actually less stressful to do all the recording at once and then all the editing at once and then all the other stages at once than to try and do like recording then editing all back to back to back. It's better to just, for me anyways, to just get in the zone, record a few, then get in the zone, edit a few. So I am liking this new format. So Today, I want to talk to you about negative self-talk. So I wanted to talk to you about this because it is something that I have struggled with for a very long time and because uh, it has really had a, a really negative impact on my life and because it is totally changeable. And so I know for a long time I had negative self-talk and I was just like, I know I have it. I know it sucks. And I'm just going to have to deal with it for the rest of my life. And I'm here to tell you that that is not true. (laughs) Most of us have negative self-talk. A lot of us have negative self-talk, but it is not something you just have to accept and deal with. It's something that you can actively work to change. And in my personal experience, it's not something that ever totally goes away. It's not like, oh, you get the vaccine and then you're cured and then you never have negative self-talk again. It's not like that. But it is something in my experience that you can manage and you can greatly, greatly reduce. So it's not like it never goes away, it never comes up, it never comes up again, 
but it is something that when it comes up, it can be hard to deal with and it can stick around for a long time, or it's something that you can get better at dealing with and it can have a lot shorter of a life cycle in your life. So I think it's a great topic for the podcast because something a lot of us deal with and I want to give you some tools so that you can manage it better and be more confident more of the time. So I wanted to start with a story about a time fairly recently where I really went, my negative self-talk really took off. (laughs) So I got a text from one of my jobs, one of my jobs that I do other than working with clients is teaching. And I got a text and the schedule was switched suddenly and suddenly they didn't need me to teach. They were like, don't worry about it. Someone else is going to teach. We don't need you that day. There have been some issues. I can't, I wish I I should have pulled up the text and read it exactly to you, but I can't remember how much of this is from the text and how much of this is from my mind. But basically the text said, we don't need you tomorrow. Don't come in. And so my brain immediately went to like, I'm fired. Like, Why would they suddenly not need me? And suddenly someone else is teaching and I always teach the Wednesday class and why am I not teaching the Wednesday class? And so my negative self-talk just took off and started going. Like it started running. It started saying... Uh, I should have studied the materials that I was teaching more. Did I think this was a free ride? Like, why hadn't I worked harder? Why hadn't I studied more in my free time? You're irresponsible. You don't take things seriously. And then I kind of went the next level deep of like, you're, you're a bad person. Like you did a bad job on purpose. You don't even care about this. You only care about yourself. You're super selfish and that's why, and you're going to get fired and you deserve it. (laughs) And so my negative self talk just took off running to all of, all of these things. And I couldn't, talked to my manager immediately. I mean, eventually we did talk, but it was one of these situations where we had to find a time to talk. So I had some time to stew in this negative self-talk without really knowing what was going on. And so I'm going to tell you a little bit about the process that I went through to navigate this. And this is the process that you can go through as well. So usually there's some sort of trigger that triggers this. And even if you don't know what the trigger is, I mean, this situation, it's pretty, it was pretty clear to me. I was like doing well, (laughs) I was feeling confident. And then I got this text and then I totally spiraled down. Sometimes you don't even know what the trigger is. And you know what? You don't need to know what the trigger is. If the negative self-talk is coming up, you can use this process and it's really going to help you. So the first step is 
to breathe, <laughs> to stop, to breathe, to feel the feelings as much as you can. And I know you are probably going to hate me for saying this because when I am in that place, I would hate myself as, or I would hate someone to say this to me as well. Like, it, it's like, no, no, I am feeling like shit. I don't want to breathe. I don't want to like feel this. I don't want to like invite this feeling into my body. But I promise you, this is going to help if you do this. So even if it's just a few minutes, like set a timer for two minutes, if this seems like crazy and really hard, set a timer for two minutes and just for those two minutes, breathe and feel, feel all the feelings, feel, maybe you feel nauseous, maybe you feel in pain, maybe you feel numb, whatever it is, just breathe. Take a deep breath in, let it out, maybe let out a sigh and feel all of these feelings, whatever they are. You can feel them. So you can just practice right now, even though, well, maybe you are in your negative self-talk and if you are, that's perfect. And even if you're not, just practice slowing down, breathing, feeling your feelings. One thing that can help with this is to go for a walk. I find it personally very difficult to just like stay and be in this negative terribleness. <laughs> but if I'm walking, I can kind of walk it off. I can breathe, feel the feelings, invite them in. So, you know, if it's really hard, do it for two minutes. If you can, maybe 15 minutes. Maybe go for a walk where you, I mean, this is me. I set a timer 15 minutes out, 15 minutes back, 30-minute walk. Um, so if that works for you, if you have a walk that you like to do and it's a 20-minute walk, that's perfect to just feel all of this. Don't try to run away from it. Don't try to get out of it. There is pain and then there is suffering. So pain is inevitable. Pain is unavoidable. Suffering is what we create when we try to get out of the pain or we try to fight the pain. Then we're in double pain because we have the negative feelings that come with the negative self-talk and then we have the part of us that's like, I shouldn't be feeling like this. I need to get out of this. I need to be somewhere else. So learning to feel this is going to help you in every area of your life with every emotion. It's going to help you all over the place if you can start to slow down and just feel the pain when you're in pain. So that's the first step. Once you've given some time to this feeling, the next step is to write everything down. So this is a tool I learned from Brooke Castillo, who is an amazing life coach, and she has a podcast called The Life Coach School Podcast that I will link up in the show notes. So if you like this part of the exercise, you can go check out her work because she's amazing. 
But basically, she calls it a thought download. Other people call it different things. But you just write everything down. So let this negative self talk go. Let it say whatever it needs to say. Write it all down. Like for me, it was I should have studied more. I should have done better. I who did I who do you think you are? You're irresponsible. All of that. My negative self-talk often ends up in the same place. It kind of starts, it'll start with things related to the incident. Like you're gonna be fired and you deserve to be fired. And then it often when I get to the next level, it just go it goes, it's pretty dark. <laughs> My negative self-talk is pretty dark. Lots of swear words, lots of name calling. I call myself all of the bad words, typically, sadly. And it's basically you're a bad person and you're a bad person on purpose. It's not even that you have good intentions. You don't even have good intentions. You fuck this up on purpose. You don't give a shit about your students. You're a bitch. You're a cunt. You're a whore. All of those terrible things that happen in my brain. So write it all out. Write as quickly as you can. Try to not take your pen off the paper. If you're writing the same thing twice, that's fine. If you want to write some things in caps, that's great. That often happens to me. I really like to do this with pen and paper. I'm not so much of a like phone typer or computer typer, although in a pinch, I'll do it on my phone. If I don't have a pen and paper and I'm in the middle of this huge negative self-talk storm, I'll do it on my phone. If that's all that I got, I'll make it work. <laughs> you can do caps on your phone too. So write everything. Just let it go. And the thing that I found, one of the things I find helpful about this is seeing it, I can start to see, I can get a little bit of perspective and some of it I might still believe after writing it all out but some of it I can see is just way off the mark like is way in another universe and it's like okay this doesn't even apply here so writing it all down gives you a little bit of perspective from it it can help you to start to see okay what of this maybe has some merit, maybe has some truth, and what of this is totally out there, totally doesn't make any sense, does not apply at all in this situation. And then you can start to look for a replacement thought. So what's a thought that you can believe about the situation that's going to help you out here. So an example for me in this situation with the text that I got, a replacement thought for that situation could be, my intentions were good. I actually do care about my students. That I know for sure. Was I perfect? Maybe I wasn't. Maybe there is something for me to learn here. Maybe there is some more effort I could have put in. 
but I know that my intentions were good. I know that I care about my students and I can believe that about myself. So your replacement thought doesn't have to be full rainbows and daisies. It doesn't have to be like, I am the best employee of all time. <laughs> if that's a thought that you aren't able to believe, don't go there. You want a replacement thought that can be believable. And you want a thought that actually you bring the thought into your belly, you bring it into your your body and your belly and it should feel good. So if you say to yourself, in some situations, a replacement could thought, thought could be, you know, I made a mistake, but my intentions were good. And just breathe that in. Just feel that thought resonate in your core. And if that thought doesn't work for you, try on some other thoughts. Try on some thoughts that are even, they don't even have to be positive. They can even simply be neutral. So it could be a thought of like, um, for people who, if, if you struggle with body image and your thought about your body is, I hate my body, your replacement thought can be, I have a body. So that's something that I also learned from Brooke Castillo, the life coach. She says, even if it's totally neutral, it is way better than the negative self-talk. And you can slowly build yourself to the positive. You don't have to start at the where you want to go. Maybe you're long-term vision is like, I'm confident, I believe in myself, I love my body, all of these thoughts. And if you want to get there, sometimes you need a stepping stone. So try on some different thoughts to try and find the stepping stone thought that works for you, that when you bring it into your core, into your belly, it feels good. And then the next step is to spend some time with that thought. So a lot of people, if you write it on a post-it note and put it on your mirror or write it on a post-it note and put it on your laptop or um, change your computer password to it, these are some different ways that you can bring that thought more fully into your life. And so that every day, maybe you're committing to spend 30 seconds with it. When you see it in the mirror, you look at the thought, you bring it into your mind, you breathe it in, and you start to create some space. You start to create a stronger neural pathway for this thought. Because the neuroscience behind negative thoughts self-talk and the the thing about the neuroscience that is like amazing <laughs> is that these some of these I mean the downside is that the more you think a thought the stronger that thought 
pattern, pathway, neural pathway in your brain gets. So you create these grooves in your brain. So the more you think a certain thought, the deeper the, the, the grooves get. And so for some of us who have been thinking these negative thoughts about ourselves for years, those grooves are really deep. So that's the downside. The upside is the less you think the thoughts and the more you create other thought grooves and the more you strengthen these other thought grooves, the brain is totally plastic. I mean, when we're children, it's very, very plastic. It's very easy to change. That's why we can learn languages very easily. We can learn sports, all these different things. Um, and we can learn them really easily when we're very young. But as we become adults, it becomes a little bit less plastic, but it's still very plastic. We as humans have, in some ways, we keep the brain of a child for our whole life. Like the difference between chimpanzees and humans is that chimpanzees' brains do eventually mature more. Whereas our brain, we almost have a baby chimpanzee brain our whole lives. So our brain is always plastic. It's always changeable. That's why we can learn new skills if we're 10, if we're 20, if we're 30, if we're 40, if we're 50, if we're 80. You can still change your brain. You can change these pathways. You can learn something new. And so... The magic of this and the magic of the post-it note on the mirror and why you want to do something like that and why it matters is that the more you think the thought, you breathe it in and you take that thought in, you're going to create a new neural pathway and then you're going to strengthen it and then you're going to strengthen it again. And it's like a muscle. You have to work it until it get it, it it eventually gets to a point with our brain where it becomes more automatic the groove gets deeper and it becomes more automatic and the same way that the negative self talk can be automatic unfortunately you can create new grooves in your brain and have these positive thoughts be automatic and so that's why um it's important to put it somewhere where you're going to see it every day and where you can take a minute and think this new thought every day and you start to literally physically change your brain. And literally you create a more confident brain. You can build a more confident brain. You can build a brain that has less negative self-talk and has more confidence producing thoughts step by step. Unfortunately, there's no miracle <laughs> drug. There's no quick fix for this kind of thing, but it is totally possible. And I can say from my personal experience and seeing the transformation some of my clients have gone through, it's so worth it. It's worth the work. It's the same way, you know, it's worth it to exercise and take care of your physical body. <laughs> it's also worth it to put some time in to take care of your mental health and of your brain and to produce more 
confidence in your life and to decrease the amount of negative self-talk. So I hope this was helpful. If this was helpful for you, I would absolutely love if you would share this episode with a friend who you think it would help. Um, If you haven't already, if you could leave me a review on iTunes, rate and review the podcast, that really helps this podcast get out to more people who need this information, who need this kind of help. So please consider that. And if negative self-talk is something that you really, really struggle with, I would absolutely love to work with you. So I practice core energetics. I see clients for core energetics and core energetics can help with this process that I described in the podcast, but also in core energetics, we take it even deeper. We look at some of the things that probably happened to you that were the birthplace of this negative self-talk. We actually get to the root cause of it. And we can, that can be really helpful to see where it's coming from and why it's here and that you didn't ultimately create it and to look at that and then to also look forward and say, okay, where do we go from here? Even though this isn't my fault, I didn't create this negative self-talk, I have it now. (laughs) And now that I'm an adult, I can work with it and I can change it. And so if you are curious about that, feel free to send me an email. My email is brin at brinbamber.com. B-R-Y-N at B-R-Y-N, B-A-M as in mother, B as in Bob, E-R.com. I'll put my email in the show notes as well so you can check it out there. So if you're curious about core energetics, shoot me an email. We can chat more about it on email. And if you want to dive right in, I am doing trial sessions for the month of November for $30. So if you want to try out a trial session, send me an email. We can set it up. You can be in the room with me, see what it looks like to get this kind of support one-on-one that's individualized to you to your specific situation and you can see the results of that and then see if this is something that you want to continue with. So no strings attached, totally a trial for you to just taste it, feel it out and see if it resonates with you and if working with me resonates with you. I work with clients in Toronto and if you live somewhere else, We do the sessions via Zoom, which is like Skype, but a little bit better, a little bit better connection. So if you are interested in that, send me an email. And either way, please try out this process. Please start to look at these thoughts and start to create new neural pathways in your brain so you can have more confidence in your life. Okay, you made it to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for staying with me right to the end. And I will talk to you again in a few weeks. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to pick up my free guide, Reduce Stress and Get an Hour of Your Day Back. You can find that at brynbamber.com slash relax. That's B-R-Y-N-B-A-M-B-E-R dot com slash relax. Have a lovely and relaxing day.